This is Nick Ritchie Radio. Call 1-888-520-4374. If you've got dirty balls that need cleaning, call now. Whatever. Now, now, here's your host, Nick Ritchie, on the Toad Hop Network. So many shades, they thought I had a lazy eye. Uh, Shorty roll me smooth as my Mercedes ride. Uh, no love, cry when only babies die. And when I go, that casket better cost a hundred thou. I pray to God I look my killer in his eyes. Snatch his soul out his shirt, let's take him for that ride. OG is one who's standing on his own feet. A boss is one who guarantee we gon' eat. Uh, fuck a blog, dog, cause one day we gon' meet. I'm a spaz on your ass like I'm on me. Or a double stack, better nigga, double that. Jerry Jones money, nigga, you a running back. Herschel Walker, Bo Jack. Ricky Waters, better run that dope back. Boss, and I put that on my Maybach. 400 down, bitch, you wish you saved it. Bitch, I'm a boss. Bitch, I'm a boss. I'm a boss. I plan the shots. Uh. I call the cops. Uh. We in this bitch. It's going down. Yeah, the king that with my motherfucking crown. Uh. I'm a boss. 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 I'm
We're on. Welcome. Welcome back to uh, Nick Ritchie Radio. I am here with uh, Junior Varsity and Scooby Sunday at the Toad Hop Network at Universal. Yep. How are you guys? Doing really good. Good, good. Scooby? Great. Great. If you're watching us on the dirty.com, please feel free to call in. Canada, welcome. 888-520-4374. Once again, 888-520-4374. We have Todd Marinovich uh, coming in studio today. He is a former NFL football player, um, former high school All-American. Um, USC superstar. USC. He went to USC as well. He went to Capo, which, you know, we're OC boys, so Modern this day. will be a, uh, a fun interview for us because uh, we can probably relate to a lot of the things he's saying. Um, drugs conquered him. Drugs won. So, <laughs> JV, good job on booking this guest. and uh, Thank you. It took we'll three months. We'll see, good how, one. we'll see how it uh, turns out. Um, back in the real world, where I'm, I'm back in the states. I just got back from Haiti. Yes, welcome back. Tell me some crazy. We're ass. very proud of you, and we're happy that you're back in one piece. Why are you proud of me? I didn't even do anything. Well, I don't know. The fact you went. Yeah. Well, <laughs> pretty much just so people know, and you left the hotel room, unlike the Kardashians. The reason why I went is because Whitney Stollard was was a fan of the Dirty Dot Com, and um, <clears throat> he was part of the can do organization can dash do.org is the actual website and he uh helped build blessed child which is an orphanage um in haiti um and they're still in the process of building but unfortunately when he came back uh to the states he was cleaning his pool had a seizure fell in the pool and drowned pretty much and died rest in peace whitney so me being you know in the moment, you know, wanting to thank my fan, I said, you know, I'm going to try to fulfill you, you know, be in your shoes. You know what I mean? Let's, let's give it a shot. Let's see what this kid does. Mm -hmm. 21 years old, you know, trying to help these little orphans in Haiti and doing all this stuff. It's not easy, JB. doesn't look easy. It's not. So my trip to Haiti was, it was great. It was, it was good for me. It was a great learning experience. It was a good wake up call for me to see, um, the outside world. The and pictures you showed me, like, I didn't, I didn't think it was gonna look like that. Yeah. So like, it's it's fourth world. It's not third world. It's fourth world. It's pretty bad. It but was worse than I, I know anticipated. You, you sent us one email. I made it alive my first night. We got shot at. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Like, <laughs> that's all you're gonna give us? Like, it was just a drive by. Because oh, I went, in, right? I went into the city called Cite du Soleil, which is like one of the most dangerous places in the world. I had no idea, you know. And of course. Um, Eric from Candu, he doesn't tell me this stuff. We just go into the shit. He didn't want to scare you. But we had fixers. We had Zoe and we had Kimber. We had we had guys. You know, I had security and like the whole thing. But you know, I told him like, dude, I don't want to come out here, and you give me the song and dance like you know, meet this person, meet that person. I want to meet the real Haitians. Like I want to get in there, into the fucking in into the shit. So we went into the slums into Cite Soleil, talk to the Haitians, ask them, you know, how's life after the earthquake? What's going on? And pretty much everyone's answer was pretty much the same, that no one's doing anything. 
all this money that supposedly that's going into these organizations, I guess the organizations must be sitting on it and collecting the interest because it looks worse than what it was. So, I mean, so it looks, so there's still like earthquake stuff, like it's not cleaned up? No, no buildings are fixed. Trash is all over the street. It's just What's disgusting. All the money for? I don't know. I don't know. So, Oxfam and like some of these bigger entities, the Red Cross, uh, you know, I, I didn't see anything. I didn't see. I didn't see anyone's money going anywhere. So, that sucks. but you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I didn't go out there saying, "Hey, I'm going to be this guy." I just wanted to see what these big, huge organizations do. And I even went to Sean Penn's camp. You know, I, I went and did the fucking tour. I went out there and talk to these people, talk to, you know, the kids, and they they still, they don't like us very much. No. You Does, know? like, Sean Penn, like, interact with them? Or he just, like, has a house out there and he's like, I just go out there for Sean's Sean's camp is the only camp that's actually pretty legit. It's got you good structure. Help. Yeah, he, it's got structure, but still, it's still, like, it doesn't help. The, like, there's no, everyone went out there wanting to help, and they took on way too much. And now, now you have fifty thousand people living on a golf course, you know, in in tarps. You know what I mean? And and it rains out there. It's just it's just a nightmare. And I can go on for days. It's hell on earth, JV. You know. So it's it, it was good for me to see it, but it, at the same time, like seeing it in real time and not pictures and videos and whatever. It just I just had that. Con I was constantly nauseous. I couldn't I couldn't fight back like the emotions involved. Um, so I'm gonna try to see what I can do to help. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna be that guy promising the world. But my whole stance with this is that if if I can uh, if I can help at least the youth and give them some sort of like an education or just water or, or just a toilet or, or somewhere they can take a shower, maybe they can grow up a little bit better. Because those kids don't go to school, right? I mean, they just wake up and then just like run around the. You just join gangs. I mean, if there's no school, what do you do? It, they're like. They're like dogs, you know what I mean? Like when I say that, I don't mean that like in a derogatory way. Like they go to the bathroom, they dig a hole. A hole. This is even like even in these orphanages, you know, because no one really cares about the kids that aren't claimed. Yeah. And, and they they shit on the on the streets or in the dirt, and they just kick over the rocks, and that's what they do on a daily basis. There's no there's no structure, you know what I mean? And no one cares anymore because it's so corrupt, and all you have is the gangs just trying to claim the territories. And is there any like rich area? Are there like yeah, like, on the hills, houses? up on the hills, like way up on the hills? There's there's the rich, but the way the system works is that there's the very very rich, and there's the very very poor. It's kind of like like a caste system. Yeah, there's no middle class. Yeah, so and there's no everything is like half built, you know. <laughs> there's nothing's completed. It's so corrupt. It's Probably it's is. just it's just shady. So the bottom line is that you can't save Haiti, and all these people, Penn, and you know, God bless them. They're trying to do whatever they're trying to do. It's from what I saw, that place just needs to start over. You know what I mean? It just it, they can't go in there and think that they can just give everyone food, give everyone water, and everything's gonna be okay. They need to clean up the streets. There's trash. There's pigs. The fruit. The fruit they sell is they're selling it off the ground. You know what I mean? It's just like it's bad. It's bad. But mm. as JV said, we have problems here in America. I did. So, you know. It's like, it's one of those things that's frustrating because I, I feel like no matter how much you do, it's like you ain't doing shit bottom end of the day. Like, 
very small percentage of people. But don't hoping. you think if you can affect one little kid and that kid in his orphanage, or you can help a whole orphanage, which is what I want to do. Yeah. I want to get these kids water, like a water pump, so they can take shits, shit in a normal bathroom. Or a shower. They can take a shower. They can just If I can affect that one kid that might come up and be that political voice and might not be corrupt, the craziest thing, JV, I brought a box of Tootsie, Tootsie Roll Pops, right? Yeah. I'm like giving out to all these, these like 30 kids, right? And I told these kids, I'm like, only two. Everyone only gets two, right? The kids came back and gave me seven lollipops back. What? Because, because some kids had three. Oh. So they counted it up and they were like that honest. And that moved me. I'm like, dude, there is hope. Wow. If these kids, if these little kids in this orphanage can understand, you know, loyalty, trust and all that stuff, you know, maybe there's a shot. So maybe you start from the ground up and, and you do it that way. But trying to sell to, to save the people that have already are lost, that have no direction, no drive, no nothing. There's no, there's no help. It's just them. a waste of money. Is, is there like anything to do about all these other organizations that are supposedly have all these billions of help? They're all like, scams. Like they're all. Scams. How can we? How can we like do something about that? I think that's if I if it was my decision, I would try to fight it with that because they have a lot of money that they could really do a lot of stuff with rather than what you would be able to raise yourself or the, so there's like commercials on TV like it's a scam like 25 cents a day yeah, I know, they're all scams goes to yeah, it's, 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 all, it's all it's all interest like all these guys because you know how it works it's like Hollywood you know what I mean you have a guy at the top but you have all these like underlings yeah. so you go through the first guy and he says oh I'm gonna get you this or I'm gonna do this for you mm-hmm. done don't worry about it but then I got to go to my boss and ask my <laughs> boss and his boss has got to go to his boss that's what it's like with these with these organizations yeah, yeah. like Red Cross and these guys they got to keep going to the boss meanwhile there's 10 million dollars sitting in a bank account just accumulating interest and the biggest scam out there is the united nation the un they're, they're supposed to be policing they're just fucking having a vacation they're out there getting drunk at the bars raping kids in the camps like just doing shady shit dude yeah what way shady so anyways serious shit. yeah huh so i so bottom line is now I'm I'm gonna be one of those fucking retards that thinks they're gonna try to help and save something, like and build a, a community center and I'm gonna ask people for help and to help me to raise the money and do this. So maybe we can create classrooms, teach these kids English, you know, give them a shot. I don't know. Let them take a shower or uh, even a proper I mean, shit. a shower. I, mean, I take four showers a day. I mean, they don't take any. Yeah, and I was thinking about that. Like, it's very rude of me. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, wouldn't have lasted. You wouldn't have lasted out there, dude. They would have been because the kids were coming up. Scooby, and you're wider than me. They would be like poking you and rubbing you in it. Like they were rubbing my skin and trying to rub it on themselves to see if it, they could get lighter. You know what I mean? It was just really, really. It was just messed up. So we Phones. got we got calls. Calls are going on. So. People, this must be a great topic. It's 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 not a great topic. It's it's just a topic yeah. Well, you know, you're just, just coming back and shit's fucked up. Dana from Toronto, you there? Hey, Nick. How are you? Good. How are you? Hanging in there. Just got off a long flight, but I'm talking to you now. So what's going on? Well, I want to say it's great that you went over to Haiti. I love that, that you're doing something about it. And you're not retarded for trying to support a community center. I think that's great. And you should go ahead with it because you're one of the few people that if you do something like that, it's in the public space. You know, it's not just like donating a bunch of money where we don't see it. Yeah. You know, you have a blog and have everything, so I think that's great. Now, my thing is, there's a lot of people I've heard say that, you know, Haiti wasn't exactly the wealthiest place before the earthquake. So, do you know, like, is there, do you know, like, the biggest change, like, from before to now? Like, was it that much different before the earthquake? No, well, here's the thing. People, 
it wasn't good before, okay? But after the earthquake, Haiti got Haiti raised so much money, you know what I mean? More money than they've ever had before. So they could actually use that money to rebuild to make Haiti even better than what it was, okay? But the money went nowhere. You you have Oxfam and these these huge um, NGOs building these places out in the middle of nowhere into the desert. These you know houses for these people, and they're you know they're like five hundred dollars sheds, and you know it's just I just I don't from from what it was before, which was terrible, to what it what it is now, they went backwards, and they're t- they're putting all these people in tents and in camps and stuff like that, and it's just. It's just disgusting. Like I, I don't know. Where's all this money from? These you know t- these no these idea. Just no idea. Hot. From bank to bank. Where, and, you know, and, and it pisses me off. Like I feel like I should be calling these people out. But I, the I celebs are on I, the phone. I, like, but yeah, I don't want to be like ten grand. Great. I don't want to be that guy. I just want to. I just want to say, hey, I have I have a vision of building this community center and helping and making this happen. And let's fulfill that goal. And then and then. Maybe help we some control. Some maybe help something else because I'm not going to save Haiti. I do not want to do that. She's not even going there. So, but I do want to well, go change. with it, Nick. Be the person that like actually does and does something with the money and shows the public that you're doing something with the no, money instead of hiding it. Right. And that's what I want to do, Dana. I want I want to document every dollar and show you exactly. You know, and call like, hey, why can't they? Why can't they just show us a budget? Where did this money go? Yeah, how much would it cost to build a, a school or like a something like? Dude, do nothing a, a out there. Everything's cheaper. The labor you can get the Haitians to work on it, maybe fifty to hundred grand. You know what I mean? Like, and that's like six. That's like eight classrooms, yeah. teachers, people working, kids having that's a place hundreds, to go hundreds, during hundreds the day. Of, of kids. I don't know. It's getting me worked up and whatever. I just got back. I need to settle down. Thank you for the call, Dana. All right. Well, so you keep with it. And don't just talk a big game. Actually follow through, all right? Do I ever talk a big game and not follow through? <laughs> Bye, guys. Thank you. Is it hot in here? I love like, how oh, I'm sweating. Yeah. Like, Jamie's like, <laughs> you're like glowing. Over here. Kelly from can, Dallas, can, how are you? There, I'm like, texting him like, get to the fucking you? Answer. I'm good. How are you? Good. Are you Persian? Yes, I'm actually Persian. <laughs> I'm, okay. I, I, have, I have Armenian to me, though. Oh, interesting. I'm My Bulgarian. boyfriend is Persian and I want to know some tips from you. Uh, well, I'm not really a, a, the best Persian guy to ask. They like Persian. fancy sunglasses, like uh, BMWs, <laughs> really nice, no, uh, really he, nice he, cars. He's, he's mostly American, but I know he really likes Persian food, so I've been learning to cook that. Twist light bulbs. I just, I just didn't know if you had any good tips for me. I really like your advice. Um, as in what do you want? You're trying to impress him, or, or how to land a Persian guy? I just, I, to keep him, or how, how would you? What would you say for a woman to keep a man? Like kebab? Uh, kebab? They like kebabs? Don't you, you have kebab? a lot of kebab at your house? Kebabs are good. is my favorite. That's is that the white sauce? It's the yogurt with the cucumber. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> but uh, my my biggest advice probably I, I don't know shave his shoulders for him. <laughs> hey, are you Persian too? Is she Persian? No, she's dating a dude that's Persian. I know, but is she Persian? But, but he's really Iranian. Because here's my thing: there's no such thing as Persians. Like, are they from Persia? It's what we call ourselves to look cool because it sounds there's Persian rugs, Persian cats. It's it's like a higher like look at us. We're nicer rich. word for Iranian. We're, yeah. Well, <laughs> but you can't really say because because they used to be Orientals, but now those are Asians. No, because Iraq was part remember? of Persia. Remember, Kuwait, like that whole Middle East was Persia. So that's like saying everyone's Persian. It's just that I don't know. Well, what would you say my advice is to keep a man? Yeah, whether he's Iranian or Persian. I see. I'm not the right guy to ask that because I would say get plus twos and you know color your hair blonde, peroxide it out. But that's yeah. I have some advice. Uh, 
work yeah. out. Yeah, obviously you look hot. Oh. And I've talked about plus twos, but he doesn't want me to get them. You're from Dallas. You need to get them. Exactly. She doesn't talk like a black guy. <laughs> Every time, what? everybody in Dallas, everybody's like, all the all the chicks talk like a black guy. They, Ew, they, I don't want to talk like They all like Lil Wayne. That's what's up. <laughs> they all think they're Lil Wayne. No, but uh. but uh, I don't know. You know, my biggest thing with with the Persian guys is you just let them let them do their thing. Yeah, I would nag. You know, like twenty questions a day. What are you doing yeah. here? Fifty-five texts just to one let, text. Like Persian guys stuff. are really good about taking care of their chicks, buying them shit. You know what I mean? You know, he should be he should be good, like, but. Communications key. Just ask him like, "Hell, what do you want me to do as a girlfriend?" Have him write down a list and just follow it. Don't Simple. don't listen to JV. He's never had a Dude, girlfriend. That are you kidding? Out. My last relationship, I didn't get into one fight. JV well, has why you, why are you not to, Then why are you not together? JV has his girls trained. He'll be like, "Yo, bitch, like, fly out here and bring me some drugs." <laughs> it's not like that. Well, okay, it's like know. fly out here. <laughs> I just told him. We don't have good advice. I don't know, Kelly. I just say don't nag and just look don't hot nag, yeah. and just buy him cologne. Communicate well. That's that. communication. Yeah. Persian, okay. Persians lather in cologne. Com- communication. They do. And, and designer sunglasses. I know, and right? Designer sunglasses. And like he a convertible a Porsche. Sunglasses. Yeah. Cologne and designer sunglasses, you should be They're really out. flashy, right? Um, they're like Guidos, but they're not when Italian. When I first like, met Nick, he was like, like 22 rocking them, but Gucci suits. I'm like, why are you wearing these suits in this 110 degree weather? He acts like he wasn't like Team Persian. <laughs> yeah, he no, was, before I was, I was, I was Persian Mafia. <laughs> you yeah. were. Yeah. Fresh off the boat. You no, would be on Secret Show that. right now if, if you were 22 and they were shooting that show. Sunset. Shaws of Sunset? Yep. Did that show even make it? I'm pretty sure it will. I haven't seen it. I think I it know. did air. Did it air? I don't know. I hope it, I hope it didn't air. Thank I you for the call, that. Kelly. Okay, thank you. You have a wonderful night. You too. So there's Persians in Dallas, too. I, there's Persians I thought everywhere. there was only Persians in Orange County. I really thought no. that. Huh. They go where the white people well, are. Well, in Persia, oh my, of course. <laughs> Can we talk about this Chris Brown thing? Because I was gone. Yeah. And, of course, I put up these posts to, you know... Because I was in another country yeah. and I needed to put up posts for Monday because I was going to be on a you know on this voyage. It's okay, you can tell our audience you yes. scheduled a day. So I scheduled. <laughs> yeah, that's what I did. So I scheduled posts out. It's allowed. So I scheduled posts out, and then that song came out randomly. Um, and all I did was all I did was put up the, the police report of how he beat the shit out of her. Yeah, that's why. And, and now everything's okay. I just don't get it. I don't know. People seem to forget he beat the shit out of her. And now they're just making songs like everything's. Like, it is. Happened. It is amazing how he he got over that line. Like Kobe Bryant will cheat on his wife, and then he's banned for commercials. For th- but this guy's like still on top of the world for well, music, Dude, allegedly. He, he, he didn't like know. slap her in the face. He fucking almost killed her. Like it, it was insane. And then people are just like. Don't worry. It's like buy his shit. He can perform at the yeah, Grammys. He's on the Grammys like, like two two days later. Like. In America, if you have a couple number one hits, you can do anything. Look at Michael Jackson, Rape Little Boys. No one cared. Yeah. Whitney Houston, Crackhead. No one cared. I mean, they had, she had hits, so that he's got hits. Literally, that's Music why I'm excited to talk to Todd hits. because in this country, we love we love the train wreck more yeah. than we love the the celebrity. Right. You know what I mean? Like we love we love seeing great people that we look up to yep. and achieve success we love seeing them fucking crashing and burning right people do like seeing that yeah 
Okay. But look at Chris sad. Brown. He's like the reverse. Yeah, he just does whatever he, he got, wants. He, he got, got bigger after he beat her up. Yeah, like it made him famous. I'm about to go beat a bitch up. You should. No, dude. That's fucked. But I just think. I mean, I think it's really fucked. I'm kidding about that. I'm like, you should. No, but do you see the mentality of America? Yeah, I think it's. Dude, people forget. And a lot of people were. Um, I know you didn't check your email, but while on Monday, we had so many people emailing you thanking you. Be like, Nick, everybody seems to forget what this guy did, you know? And like, thanks for. It doesn't bringing matter. that up, it doesn't matter. Whatever, people forget, people, but we don't. Some people are still out there. You see on Twitter and stuff, like ladies like yelling and stuff. And very few. Yeah, but these other celebrities huh? are friends with this guy. Like, I would never, I would never. If Chris Brown was like, "Hey, dude, you, you, can we just like hug it out, talk, whatever, you know, text me or like tweeting me or whatever," I'd be like, "Oh, fuck yourself! You beat the shit out of Rihanna. Yep. It's just not okay at all." Yeah, I think she's on drugs for Some, being. Some him. WWE wrestler called him out and they're having like some Twitter war. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's, he called him out is what I'm saying. Uh, it doesn't, it's not even about calling him out. I know his name. It's just, it's just, it's about the world needs to understand that you can't just hit a chick and get away with it. Like, I just don't, I just don't get it. Especially Rihanna. She's so pretty and yeah, he talented. Yeah, shouldn't be in any like girl. It's so weird. Lately, I, uh, not, you know, I don't know. I don't know. That's weird. I like her. I've been a huge fan of her for I Lately, she's, she's growing on me. Hot. Victor from Atlanta, talk to us. Hey, man, what's up? What's up, brother? Oh, there's Johnny. Nothing, man. Big fan of the show. Um, just wanted to tell you guys, you guys have been following the uh, Upper movie for a while, and yeah, what's I up found with that? out about it from uh, this site, and they are finally giving it a nationwide release. No way. Finally, the Tarantino and, um, movie? Yeah. I, I, you know, I emailed them on uh, Facebook, and I was like, you know, is this for real? And they said, um, we'll offer you two free tickets to see the movie if you don't tell anybody what the um, film distribution company is. And so I can't say exactly what it is, but it's the same uh, company that I released can't. The Grey with uh, Liam Neeson. Okay, so somebody, let me need to Google that real quick. <laughs> Liam Neeson should be fired. Why? No. Isn't that like movie all fucked up? Like, you shouldn't show that? The Grey? No, the the uppers. No, it's all, up. it has nothing to do with Liam Nielsen. He yeah. was just saying uh, the gray. But I I do have to say I, I can't believe it yet, Victor. Yeah, everybody yeah. says it's coming because out. because this whole upper thing. I'm I like I want to see it as just an individual fascinated by you know that whole situation and that culture as part of the rich kids in New York because like Chris Brown they can just get away with murder, but uh, <laughs> to me. To me, it's just been like, okay, we're at Sundance, we're this. It's like every time I try to see it, or, or, or anyone that you know that I'm associated with emails them, like, hey, can you know, can we see this, or can we get tickets, or can we do this? It's like, yeah, yeah, but it's just, it's like you're talking to some anonymous fat guy in you know Virginia. <laughs> Who knows? You know. So but, wait, I have a question. When you were at Sundance, did you see the tent that they were showing it at? Because apparently they said it went off really well. They said they showed it at Sundance. That tent was real? And that's no, how they got it hooked no, up. There was no tent. It wasn't. I had like three different people, three different publicists try to find that while they're out there for well, Nick. There this was, guy's believing all the rumors. Yeah, and all that stuff. He could be yeah. one of the guys. Oh, no, I don't know. No, 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 I'm, I'm just a fan. <laughs> I want to see the movie. You know, I'm, I'm seeing it for the same reason you are. Listen, if it happens, it happens. So we'll see. I have breaking news. What happened? Steve Wynn wins $7.5 million judgment against Joe Francis. What? He appealed that case? I think he got him for uh, defamation. Uh, it's a judgment. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, of course it means nothing, but... It, Joe Francis will appeal. But thanks, Victor. If we see the movie, that would be awesome. If anyone right, thanks, thanks, brother. 
Yeah, I don't know about this upper thing. I don't think it's it's. I it's think it's a great happen. story, and I hope it really does. Yeah, we put that in the really end of this thing. Uh, it's a story. Let's take one more call before we go to break. Quickly. Jacob, Sacramento, real quick. Uh, what up, dog? Hey, you going to get a chinchilla on your show eventually? Oh, that'd be a good guess. She travels the country a lot. Next time she's in L.A., we will. Is she a porta potty or no? I don't know. No. She travels like one. She travels like one, but... She's a real model, I see She gets TV real jazz. She gets real jobs. Lonnie saw her on a boat one time, San Tropez. He said she was annoying as hell. Yeah. Yeah, Lonnie Worst personality ever, and Lonnie's saying that. I mean, Chinchilla, if you're watching this, Jacob wants you on the <laughs> no, show. You know what I mean? I mean <laughs> yeah, I love. Lonnie. So let's make it happen, JV. Can you make this happen for Jacob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacob, I will yeah. make this happen for you. Hey, Nick. Yeah. One more thing, dude. I took your advice and I went out to South Beach about a year ago. Best time of my life. Did, yeah. you, did you go to live? Yeah, we uh, got a VIP at live, but we got kind of ripped off by the dude. He put us uh, right when you walk into the right, and I ended up spending most of my time down on the floor. But it was cracking. That's play. That, that place is that just place like underneath hard. the stairs. Like you go down the stairs, there's a table. No, maybe at the front table where I was with Phil in there. Yeah, but it doesn't even matter. That place Every, is like anywhere there is good. Yeah, but Miami in general, South Beach, retarded. Forget it. Cracking. Thanks, brother. Thank you, Jacob. Da. Bye. Phones are awesome today. Well, yeah. So next we got Todd. Is Todd here? In the green room. Todd here. Okay, so we will have awesome. You guys are really excited for this. Dude, Dude, he grew up in Orange County. Thing. I mean, him in Orange County, I mean, you know. I mean, he's 10 years, what, older than us, so. Yeah, I don't really know. But, I do. But uh, I know I know the trials and tribulations between the modern day, the missions, the capos, and that whole, you know, fucking rivalry and how intense this thing can get. I, I, what I, I do want to ask him about is if he, if he likes the Johnson family. That's a good question. Yeah, I do think of good questions. So when <laughs> we get back. Todd Marinovich. Robo QB. Robo was it QB. Robo quarterback? Is that what it was, JV? Robo, Robo quarterback QB. <laughs> and one last thing about Haiti. Tomorrow I'm going to put up a post. I want people to really look at this girl and tell me. I, I just tweeted this girl, you, you, that this little kid on Facebook and Twitter. This is a girl that's just like, this is what I'm talking about. As a girl that's walking the streets, smiling, but she hasn't ate. She hasn't had water in weeks. And it's just like little things like this. If we can just help the youth. It'd make the world so much better. Nick oh, Ritchie Radio. a changed man right yeah, here. No, I'm not. Here you are. Make it a better place. First of all, 888-520-4374. Ew. Is that code for some kind of weird sex act? Nick Ritchie Radio. 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 I'm Nick Ritchie from TheDirty.com. Whoa. Before you throw something at your radio, hear me out. Lots of people hate me for telling it like it is, but this time you will thank me. If you party like a 30K millionaire at two for one night, then you need to do what I do. Drink NoHo, the hangover defense. Drink one of these two ounce shots before you start your night and you're loaded up with the vitamins and nutrients your body needs to avoid a hangover. I know it sounds too good to be true, but trust me. NoHo can be found at participating Circle K locations. Find out which celebrities are cheating with the who's who of Hollywood or let a friend know if they're being cheated on. Go to Cheaterville.com and let your friend know today. It's completely anonymous and free. Cheaterville.com. Look who's getting caught with her pants down. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
swing. Welcome back, Nick Ritchie Radio on the Toad Hop Network. We have Todd Marinovich in studio. What's up, bro? How you doing? Guys, look at this guy. Dude. OC, he's got the misfits going. He Just... is. He's totally OC. You can tell he's <laughs> straight noobs, he's dude. He's one of us. <laughs> God. I think I saw you at Mutt's, dude, just the other day. <laughs> eating a burger or something. Not me. How you feeling, brother? I'm good. It's good to be here. Do you see that intro song? We got good vibration. That's what you got used to get pumped up to, right back in the day. Playing ball. <laughs> Sounds like his workout music. Marky Mark, dude. In the, uh, in the gym. Was that for me? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, just, no, but no, I was no. thinking, like, while I was yeah. playing, I'm like, I wonder if Todd ever, like, got, you know, worked out to this stuff at Capo. Maybe Marky Mark was like nine, like ninety. I don't know when he was. Yeah, maybe he was around like ninety six or no. When was it? I don't know. Maybe it was I almost way. got into it with Marky Mark one time. Really? Yeah, at a club up here in shit? Hollywood. He. Uh... This is when you were big time. <laughs> What's that? Mean? No, he still no. is big time. Like, no, I know. Like, like, the Raider like, no, days. Yeah. Oh, it was Raider days. Yeah. See. Yeah. 
Yeah, there were words, but Did it he was take his shirt off? <laughs> Did he try to fight you in his underwear back then? <laughs> it was, it was I could see him just busting it out, showing his abs, ripping it up. Dude, we got a lot to talk about. So All right. this is how I kind of want to do this, if you're cool with it. I want to basically talk about certain scenarios or rumors or whatever I've heard, and you can kind of go on and tell me of the situation. Because, dude, you've been through so much in, in, in such a short span of time. And, you know, you're known as the Robo QB and that whole thing. And you're probably like, that's pretty lame, I'm assuming. But I think it's pretty cool. They call did me you that. like that when people called you Robo QB? <laughs> I would take it. Nobody really really was calling me that, though, you know? Like, really? Is that a new thing? Like, where do we hear this? The media was calling no, me. Oh. Yeah, in the paper, you were yeah, always Robo QB. Right, but they weren't, like, coming up Todd. Robo. Okay, but, okay. So, Hi, so is this true? When you were four years old, you were running like eight minute miles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no. Come on. No, I, I heard like you would run like, you know, like what, like three miles at like four years old and under like thirty minutes. It was like you were you were chewing on kidneys, teething on kidneys. Like you wouldn't have pacifiers, Todd. You had right. kidneys in your mouth. Right. Well, that was true. But I can't recall it, you know, I was way too young. But I do remember running on the beach with my old man, man, and we ran for miles. And, and here's the thing. Your dad got so much flack for all that stuff, you know. But at the same time, you were never, like, the guy that came out and said, you know, my dad's treating me like abuse. It's not a, I, wouldn't, I don't want to say abuse, but he's just over the top. I feel like you were okay with it. Well, I think the media was playing that up. No. Oh, he was over the top. Oh, he was. Don't get me okay, wrong. Okay, he was over the top. He was. Okay. Yeah. Marv was. Marv knew one thing, and that was 110%. And I've said it before. He just uh, doesn't have a stop button. Yeah. And he couldn't really differentiate an all pro and his 10 year old son. Because he was coaching, you know, in the NFL. Football, yeah. yeah. So that was his gig, and he's passionate about it. He just couldn't draw the line. When you were out there playing football like I, I was trying to explain to people you know you you saw the field kind of like the matrix right because you studied it so at such a young age you saw it kind of like three four steps ahead right it slowed down at times and that was the best moments but it wasn't uh you know what i, I really got into was visualization man mm-hmm. that shit works yeah I'd play the game before I yeah before I played so the game. So you'd see the play, you'd see hmm. the player running, yes, and, and you'd replay it while, and then you'd go back into the actual moment. You'd almost see it for, like you'd visualize before it, right? And before then that happened. shit would happen, right? Like deja vu, kind of. Yeah, like it was supposed to happen. That's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm gonna read this, and and you tell me if this is because this is something I found and I thought it was awesome. Your dad, Marv, consulted a series of experts. Tom House, the Texas Rangers uh, innovative pitching coach, found Todd's throwing motion to be 4.53 inches too low. And then he also got a vision specialist in Westwood um, who made Todd wear prism glasses. Okay, Stand on a balance beam in a dark room and bounce a ball while reciting multiplication tables. How old were you when that was going down? God, I was like junior high. Do you understand, like, how, don't, I, like now looking back, do you think that's just, like, too crazy? Or in that moment where you like, dude, I'm the fucking man? <laughs> he was the first starting uh, freshman quarterback ever in Orange County, according to uh, my uh, research. Right. 
So but so I was scared at that time. You weren't enjoy. You weren't enjoying it. Oh, I was enjoying it, but it was uh, modern day, right? Yeah, it was just Fuck modern day. Was Rollins the coach? <laughs> was Rollins your coach or no? Was he not? There? No, it was before Rollins. Okay, okay. I wish I had Rollins. Oh, so we had jackass. Yeah, God, it was terrible. Like I went to Mission before we I had uh, Johnson. Oh. JV, he needs All you water. guys got his beers out there, man. No, sorry, dude. Heavy we'll drinkers. get you some. Uh, <laughs> we'll get you water. Okay. Can we get Todd a water? He's a celebrity. There she is. <laughs> yeah, please. Um, yeah, Todd, we're mission boys. We're Diablos. No shit. Yeah. Wow. So we went to high school there, class of 97. Okay. And, uh, you know, at that time, Modern Day was in our, in our division. And they always and, kicked our ass. Yeah, they always kicked yeah. our ass and everything. It wasn't really fair. But we also hated Capo, too. So... They always kicked our ass too. Really? Not anymore. Oh, it's like geez. now, now like mission's good, but you know, back then it was all capo. Do you know Jeff Peace? Does that ring a, ring a bell? Uh, mission Viejo. Do you know great. the Johns? Do you know the Johnsons? I do. You do. Okay, tell me. That was, this is what I want to know personally. Do you like them? I don't want to group them all as a whole. Well, they are. No, they're not. They they're all wear the same. Unit. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're they're right. They're family unit. Yeah, but they're individuals. They all wear the same headbands. Yeah. They win together, they die together. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything they about do, that. Because you know, right? Rob, Rob always had that Rob headband. Is, Rob's the cool one. He is? He yeah. looks like a cool guy. He looks cool. He is? <laughs> so, so back, Scooby, going back into Todd's like youth here, okay? No McDonald's, no fast food. He'd go to birthday parties, have to bring carrots to these birthday parties when he was a little kid. He was on a strict diet, a Robo QB diet. Well, how did you? You did. I'm very proud of uh, his your knowledge. Oh no, no, no. Oh. I I do my research on my guests because it fascinates me to the fact that you you never had you, Michael Jackson didn't have a childhood. His dad fucking beat him with a stick. He had to be the best singer in the world, and I see the similarities. Right, Michael Jackson became uber successful. You got deeper into the zero period, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, um, of the drugs and all that stuff, because like Michael Jackson, and I, sorry I'm, if I'm using him, he was a very shy person, couldn't interact well with people. He needed some sort of escape to feel like he wasn't socially awkward. You know what I mean? You had no childhood. You were wearing prism glasses or whatever they're called, right. doing multiplication tables on a balance beam. Kids don't do that. You know, they go on a playground, and if they're doing 10 pull-ups, you get five points. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's junior high. Right. So for for you to get into that world, um, I need to know, like, for me personally, because I know Orange County. I know Newport. Fuck. Everyone does blow out there. They fucking party. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, we're fucking, it's free spirit out there a little bit. You know, and the rich, we have access to everything. Right? Right. You were you were in that world in the OC world, and when you went to Capo, you had what was called zero period, and you you kind of know what zero period is, right? That's the one that starts before first period. Yeah, but it's well, it's more of like a parking lot period yeah. where you go yeah. and you you get because that shit wasn't oh. going on in modern day. No, no, no. Wait, what is or Santa Maria? I'm thinking of something totally. I'm thinking like a real class. It's, it's like David Howe going in his car at zero period. You remember <laughs> wow. David Howe he used to fucking dig bong. He used to scat yeah, high yeah. before school. You, whatever before school you do your shit. So so it was like that. Yeah. So with his, with him and his boys, kid surf. Kid but it, but it got out though. You know All what right. I mean? 
but you did you think it was cool or you just like I fucking need this it's how I function exactly it's what it was it was a function it's how you tool. deal with it like but it really wasn't a functional functional thing that that early I mean in high school it was still you know fun and games yeah it was just what the boys were doing but you were but you were but people were tripping because they're reading in the paper that I've never had a fucking Big Mac yeah, and yeah. Then now I'm smoking a joint. Yeah, so it's a big, big crossover. Yeah. But that's the yeah, thing. Yeah. Like, it was your escape, and people like it wasn't you rebelling. And that, like, I don't see it as you rebelling. I obviously it looked cool. I'm fucking look at me. I'm the I'm the I'm the fucking shit at high school. I'm the quarterback. I'm the best basketball player. I can do whatever I want. I'm Todd Marinovich. Todd motherfucking Marinovich. You were Todd motherfucking. <laughs> I mean, you still are. But okay, you know, me when reading those papers, you're like well, we were Joe we're, Montana of the fucking. Yeah, you know, but Southern but here, but here's the thing, here's the thing. <laughs> it got out, and then you were playing, you were playing like a basketball game against, you know, fucking El Toro. I hate El Toro too. Yeah, what are they? The El Horo. Yeah, Ooh, the girls are the, the girls are a little yeah, loose they were there. Very very loose. In my experience. But they were they were calling him Marijuanovich. They were yeah. chanting yeah, that, Marijuanovich. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. No, well, no, the, you know the name. I mean, <laughs> but Todd, but Todd, going through that. It, did you did that? And I know it didn't phase you, but hearing that, what were your thoughts? Like, what were you like? Did he even bother you? Do you think it was cool, or did you think? No, it was... I didn't think it was cool. Because people would that was kind of when I thought, you know what, you've kind of gone a little bit too far. When I'd be walking with grandma, mm -hmm. and that's when they start throwing that out. I mean, what? Yeah, really? right. Like in front of my family and shit. And, yeah. and as strict as your as your your family structure was. How did you hide it from them? They were naive, very naive. Really? Yeah. They couldn't even tell in the slightest. My mom knew, like all moms know. Really? Yeah. And she I just mean, what? Just in high school, denial. like taking a few hits of weed before. I mean, it's not. I mean, yeah, but a, dude, he was like the party king of high. Like he wasn't. He well, wasn't like. He also threw touchdowns. So I know. I know. You know. Right. Okay, but going from. From that, okay, you were you were the man, the whole thing, and he's, you're getting calls from every single fucking school college that wanted to pick you up. In my in my heart of hearts, I think you should have went to BYU. You probably <laughs> you would have went to BYU. You probably <laughs> well, won some No, you would have won a couple Super Bowls by now. <laughs> you <know>? BYU <laughs> because he wouldn't have gone down. It's a this little crazy. constricting. They're a little hardcore on the rules there. But was there a chance that BYU have a shot? No, no shot. Okay. I would never have gone there either. Screw that place. I mean, I'm just saying. You're Mormon. Well, you know. Actually, I went there as a freshman. Did not a good as football a program. Trip? It wasn't a recruiting trip because I was a freshman in high school uh -huh. to do some uh, media piece. And they flew me to BYU and I got to see the camp. Did you like it? It was just a little different. Yeah, very different. Yeah, I didn't know. I was, and I was there are a lot 15, of girls there. but I just knew it wasn't the place for me. I mean, it was beautiful. Scenery, but just nah. I okay. went on SC too. The chicks okay, listen, are way hotter. Listen, I mean, you seen those cheerleaders? He was gonna please? go. He was gonna go to Stanford, right? right. You were gonna go to Stanford and Almost. do the whole Elway thing yeah. and be that next guy, you know, whatever. And then he he caught he he went to USC, and I guess you went to like some like after party and saw this huge three foot like purple bong, and that's what made you choose <laughs> USC to be a Trojan, and that's what sealed the deal. Can you say yes into the, the old, mic? Is the that old, what happened? The old graphics. Remember? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. What do they do on these recruiting trips? Do they really just surround you with girls and then you just pick, or do they really show you the campus? <laughs> did they show you that ball? I mean, you know what I mean. <laughs> they don't really, you know, they have their priorities and they know what's on the top of an 18-year-old's yeah. priority. Not the library. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. right. But Todd, that bonks was what made you commit to I USC. I just felt at home, man. Seeing. From Orange good. County. I mean, why would you And Stanford you was cool, don't get me wrong. I mean, it's another beautiful place, part of the okay, country. But d- didn't Coach Smith come to Capo and kind of like force no, you into co- a box and said, you need it, like, and you were like, I got to make a decision? No, Coach Smith kind of stayed out of it. He did? Yeah. Didn't, I, I heard like the, one and of the colleges. family kind of fucking put the pressure on me. Oh, really? Because my uncle. Yeah, who your whole there, family My grandpa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Oh. My grandpa just laid it on the line. He looked at me and he said, where do you want to live when you're done going to school? I go, Southern California. He goes, there's your fucking... Ch- do, you think, yeah. do you think if you... If you, you can say the F word on here. Okay. It's internet. If you didn't, if you didn't, get, uh, if you didn't get popped yeah. for when, after your second year at USC, would you have gone back for an, another year before you went? No. That wasn't the deciding factor. It wasn't? No. It was just the turmoil with Coach Smith. Really? It was just out of hand. So how crazy was it going from like Capo to USC? Now you know you were kind of the god in OC of Capo, and now like you're you're now you're like on a whole another. You can't even call it God. It's pretty much you could do whatever you want. You could sleep. You could you can rape chicks like Sanchez. You can just you can just go crazy USC, right? Everything swept <laughs> under the rug. Sanchez. You everything swept under the rug. Right? He doesn't no. like Sanchez because Sanchez went no. to Michigan High School and he no, says he's the number one alumni. No, he raped a chick at USC. Well, who knows what happened? According there. to Google. <laughs> yeah, you should call Google. That's true. <laughs> but you were you were you were part of the whole like all of a sudden you know that's when the the better quarterback started going to USC. You know, Brian Pete. True. Yeah. Well, you yeah. <laughs> well. It's true. But when did you start? When was your first time that you ever did like blow and cocaine and like? The harder stuff, not weed. Like, was it in college? Was that, or, or did it happen earlier than that? Hallucinogenics in high school, like yeah. acid, mushrooms. Yeah, shit. yeah. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, really, I did. Were you ever like, going to concerts? Pink Floyd, Grateful Dead. See, yeah, I, that's I, awesome. Good, okay, that's awesome. Good fry. It just doesn't make sense to me how you could be that free spirit and be this Robo QB. Two lives, have, like it just, you live two separate it's lives. Just two totally different people, don't you think? From like the structure of football. Well, that's no shit. That's like the military. Yeah. <laughs> and your dad ran you like, right? dude. You hit it right on the. I mean, dude, dude, football is, is. a different dude, beast. You were like even Drago. You were the even Drago of of high school quarterbacks, pretty much. You even almost looked like Dolph. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> but what I'm trying to what I'm trying to get at as USC, you were high obviously in some of these games, right? No. Never. No. Bro, never. There's, there's a lot going on out there. Guys are trying to maim you, plus a hundred thousand people watching. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, I wanted, I wanted like. to do my best. Yeah, but it, the night before, the, you know, the week, I wasn't, you know, in by eight. Yeah. So game but, days, you'd straighten it out and you'd be ready to go. Well, I mean, they planned it that way, where they had you in the hotel the night before with a curfew. Yeah. And you always make curfew. No, but it was they. You're the so there's different rules for the good for the quarterbacks. And the no, there's <laughs> and like the other uh, shitty players. No, 
Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't like, changed. Todd's out late again. Oh, well. Oh. Um, yeah, it's still the same. Right. Yeah. Oh, I got a call from Michigan. David from Michigan, are you there? Yeah, guys, what's going on? Sorry for keeping you old, and you're on with Todd. You got a question for him? Yeah, I had a quick question. Um, you talked about how your dad was like pretty like a, was a big overwhelming figure, and he kind of like pushed you a little bit, I guess, too hard. And I was wondering, he was always doing all this stuff and forcing you to run and do all these crazy things, like that thing he made you do in the dark. Um, do you ever wish he would have like drug tested you to kind of maybe like prevent some like problems later down the road? I don't think that would have done it. Really? No. Not like at like, that like point. was the stress just kind of like so overwhelming that drugs were just kind of going to happen sometime? That was just uh, my path, and I just feel like I read something somewhere that that you you said it was um, you think it was a genetic trait, and I and I I disagree with you on, on that. I never said it was a completely a genetic trait. I think that it plays a definite part. You do, I do, because you're looking at me, who's a descendant of the Irish. And you're telling okay, me Okay, but that's drinking though. Well, I think it's the same thing. Here here's my thing. Here's my thing. Your you your you product your product of your environment, right? Yeah, I think that plays a huge okay. part. So I think ninety five percent of the pressure that you had were not only the media, not only Orange County, not only, you know, your family where you come from. Orange County is a place where you can get really lost really quick. Mm -hmm. Similar to LA, but in Orange County, there's so many enablers. <laughs> it, it's it's the city of enabling, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The rich like to keep the the good times going. Mm -hmm. So they'll hide especially everything. those SC boys. I mean, oh, they yeah. go to soccer games in, in their SC gear. I right? Mean, no, that's SC, like SC, SC in Orange County is like yeah. those people in those sweaters. Like you know, they run around like they're fucking shit. Don't stink those people. The older people. The, the drug dealers make bank on campus. And you went to the money school. I mean. So what I'm saying is, for me personally, I believe it was the environment. I'm not going to go on the genetic scale. So you're saying if he was in BYU, he's good. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying if you would have went to, not even Stanford. Stanford probably wouldn't have done it. But if you would have went Maybe some SEC else, ball. They don't fuck around. With their, like, they know everything. No. Like, I wish I played down I know, there. Don't I just want... played against him at one point point. never got a chance. Yeah, so that for me, that that's what it was. But is it true that you you talked to Ronald Reagan once? I did. Is that crazy? Ronald Reagan. I shook his hand once too at Newhart. You did. And we have a lot in common. Ronald Reagan went to Newhart. Nobody came down on a chopper at some center, and I was in the lot. It's a long story, a different segment. Yeah, but Ronald about Reagan personally called Todd. Oh. Before, because Todd, <laughs> you were supposed to be. You were drafted before Brett Favre. Yeah. You were supposed to be, like number twenty four. You were supposed to be like the biggest guy in football. You were bred by like age ten. People thought you were going to be the next, you know, Vinny Testaverde. <laughs> as I call him, I call him intercept. Otherwise known as Interceptaverde. Yeah. No, but no, but seriously, people had you on that Elway on that you know Marino tip. So so for for me to see like how the drugs really affected this whole situation. And you can blame it on the drugs, can you? Or blame you, what? Just, just your path about like you could have. 
the drug tests and everything prevented you from being who you your your fullest potential, I guess. And I, I know you don't like to hear that fullest potential because I think it's cliche. Yeah. But at the same time, like you know, you were bred to be somebody, right? I think your story is way better. It's way cooler this way. You know what I mean? If you you know if you would have won a Super Bowl or whatever, you would have just gone away. No one would have really cared. But this shows parents that you can't really force your kids into something because they're going to look for that escape. They're going to look for that that uh, key to their own victory. Mm-hmm. If you if you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, but at the same time, like you got so caught up into it, dude. Like so caught up, black tar heroin, mm. white china, mm. like that's just that's not that's not little kid stuff, dude. No, you know that's not ordering a Big Mac. No, and that's the personality that I have to the extreme. It, but you weren't you weren't embarrassed when you were getting at that like at that stage, you know. You're you're a professional athlete. You've already made a million dollars, right? And you're blowing it on stuff that's just like garbage drugs. For what? Why? Like, what was in your head at that time? Like, what were you running from? I really didn't feel like I was running. I was in such a uh, drug-induced fog where years would slip away. Dude, yeah. I mean, you can be addicted to drugs and life kind of goes on and you're not Uh really worried about it. Right, mm-hmm. and then maybe. You and I don't think it, at that time it was a conscious. Oh, it's life is so bad. I need to get high. No, it had just picked up so much momentum over the years that that was what I had to do to function. Yeah, and if you didn't have it, <laughs> right? Physically nothing, sick, yeah, mentally sick. It's no fun. No, no. So I read that for your for like the Raiders you had you were you were getting drug tested right mm-hmm. and you would have Gatorade bottles like tons of them loaded with urine in your fridge I did and you would like get you had like some sort of like squirting device like a lotion or something and you would put mm-hmm. the urine in the squirter mm-hmm. and you'd use that in your pants and pretend it was your penis yes and you would I had s- it down to before the Wizenator, like a yes. handmade, like a MacGyver made Wizenator. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you were the, pretty much the inventor of the Wizenator. <laughs> yeah, you should get paid for that. <laughs> yeah, you should have patented that or copyright. We should or sue him. Uh, Trademark. A- Let's sue that guy. <laughs> okay, but here's the great. Here's the, here's the thing that got that totally. I guess you ran out of Gatorade. Yes. And you asked your buddy who crashed the night before, who was fucking hammered hammered off his ass right. to pee for you mm-hmm. because your thought process was if he's drunk it's not drugs right mm-hmm. so Todd does that and the guy and they they level it back at point three two point three two that's like at what? 730 in the morning when I gave the sample that's what is that how many times over the legal limit like four that's, four times it's retarded yeah so now they think Todd's an alcoholic they checked me immediately well, into the hospital. But that prevented you from playing the big game, right? That could have just churned your whole career and made you the starting QB for the next season, right? No, I ended up playing that game. I just didn't fly out to Kansas City with oh, the really? team. Yeah. And that was a, you didn't play very well in that game, right? Probably not. <laughs> Can you imagine? I know it was Monday Night Football, though. I cannot imagine. Yeah. Dude. Right? 
And then what? What <laughs> happened? So crazy. With, like I'm the, a fan, the by football the way, part was the last thing on my mind. Yeah. When I finally got to the point where I was out on the field, that was like, oh. yeah. Because <laughs> right? yeah. just it's, it's your it's kind of like your drug. Yeah. You know. And it and it and you hit it right on the head. It, you know, sports was my drug early on. It rocketed me into the moment. Why? Because you like the attention? No, because I like the moment. Yeah. Because you know what? My head works on me. And if I'm not in the moment, my head's out to get my ass. Yeah. So if I'm active in sports or with art, my head's busy and I'm in the moment. mm -hmm. And there's something magical about the moment, man. And you know what about the moment is. No, no, no. No, no, totally. But I see see what you're saying. And everyone that I've talked to that knows you, you don't have like that sense of reality like a normal person like you're not getting in your car paying your bills and like doing like you were in Todd's world right mm-hmm. is that correct so in your world your best moments were on that field proving to you or to the fans or like was it your was it your um, validation to or the old you, man was it really to the old yeah, man I wanted to make my dad proud that's so, what it was but, about. But I know, but di- so so don't you think he beat you down all this time and that was what got you into the drugs? No. No? No. I think it you, I, you really just can't put your finger on just one thing. It's a, it's a combination yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Okay. There's too many variables just to say it was this. Okay. We're going to go to break. We have Todd Marinovich here on Nick Ritchie Radio. I'm going to take calls. If you're holding, keep holding. Um, we got calls. Ton I of love calls. the hat, Scooby. That's Dude, I'm a Raider fan. Wearing that, he's die proud, hard. Bro. Die hard Raider. Don't so, worry. Do you like? Do, I love you. the Raiders, no bro. Are you kidding? I know, but when, when Al Davis, when Al Davis passed, <laughs> that was my you, question. Were, were how, you, have you, you've, how is Al Davis? Do you have any recollection? Well, of remember Al, Al, da- Al Davis. <laughs> Al Davis. <laughs> do I have Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's. <laughs> 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 I'll just say. <laughs> I will talk about that next segment. Next segment. We'll yeah. talk about how Al pulled you into his office. Yeah. Okay. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Alzheimer's. I like that one. I'm going to use that. Thanks. We'll that be right back. One. Hold if you're holding for calls. It's Nick Ritchie Radio. And sometimes I just, I don't know, say a bad word. On the Toad Hop Network. I'm Nick Ritchie. And if there's one thing I'm known for, it's telling the truth on my website, thedirty.com. Well, that and parting. Thanks to NoHo, I can do both and still feel great and not have a hangover. It's the drink before you drink. NoHo can be found at participating Circle K locations.
Radio. Call 1-888-520-4374. If you've got dirty balls that need cleaning, call now, wherever. Now, now, here's your host, Nick Ritchie, on the Toad Hop Network. We're back, Nick Ritchie Radio, on the Toad Hop Network. We're here with Todd Murnovich. Okay, I want to go through, t- let's do two scenarios. Okay, I want you to walk me through them. Like we're we're going back, and you're going to visualize like you were there again. Okay. Hopefully, it doesn't hurt the heart. But let's just let's just fucking let's get in there. I want to I want to go into who you are, and I want to feel like I was in that moment. Okay, we'll do a cool kind of good moment. Not really that cool, but arena football. Not cool. Okay. Not a cool. Moment. I know what you're, where you're going with. Okay, it. yeah. So you was it your first game? You had a heroin withdrawal? No, it wasn't the first game. It was, you know. But you but you set a record in this game. Oh, so yeah. put, I remember you in the arena. That's not even fair. You yeah, out there? You're making yeah. a rain out there on those clowns. Did yeah. you get like ten touchdowns in one Dude. game? It was ten. Okay, I'm <laughs> not going to say anything. I, I want you to explain it to the audience. In that league. It's I a want little you to, field. Thing. I want you to explain it, Todd, to the millions of people listening right now. Just kind of take us back into that moment. Like, what was going through your head? I won't even say you shit your pants, but you shit your pants. Oh, yeah. Two times over. Can you take us back there? That's ESPN's fault. You know, they are that part. Yeah, can you? Anyway, can you throw throw us into that moment? What were you feeling? What was going on in your mind? I just wanted to be um, anywhere but there. And... The only way I could make that thing stop where I was that moment was throwing touchdowns because our defense wasn't stopping them. So that was my way out. That's all it was. I I wanted to be on the first flight back to L.A. so I could hook because I was freaking hurting, bro. 
But did you see the power that you have that you can just throw it? You can get into the game and be yeah, having that's a coming withdrawal. Down. That's a withdrawal. Com- a coming down, which is even worse. That's worse worst. than high. That's worse than high and straight. And you're still throwing darts. But there's always stories of guys playing better when they're hurt, right? Well, yeah, because they're on speed and bike. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the cocktail of dreams for football players. Yeah, Brett Favre, where do you get your info? Uh, Brett Favre, I know everything about you know, Nick Ritchie, bro. Come on. Right. Yeah, where are you with the dirty? I mean, come on. We know everything. We know everybody. We my first black beauty with the Raiders. And I felt like I could just. What's a black beauty? That's oh, it's speed, speed and bike yeah. in. It was just. What? Co- yeah. Sounds good. You can do anything, right? You can fuck. You don't any. You don't feel any pain. Nothing. You can take hits. It's but I like wasn't playing happened. at the time. I was just backing up. So it was warm ups. Was my thing. That was where I got to shine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's gonna go warm up today. That's so funny. But there was some some like wasn't there one time when you were just so hungover or so strung out or coming down off something that Art Shell wanted to put you in the game and you and you waved him off and said no, I can't. I don't think he would have really put me in the game. He was checking you. Yeah, he was just seeing if I was ready. And he knew something was off, right? Well, I mean, we were in the Superdome with uh, Monday Night Football again. Yeah. 90,000 people getting our ass kicked. And uh, I don't think anybody really would have wanted to go in the game at that time. At that point when you were on the Raiders, was Marv still on your back? No. He... Totally just let me go That's after right. I went to USC. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, I can't do you, control this guy. Like, he's, do you wish uh, he's he on did? his own. Do you wish he was kind of like still in? Oh, no. I was looking forward to the day that I went to school for sure. Oh, really? Yeah, just like, I mean, come on. Just like any freaking 18-year-old. I yeah. can't wait to get out of the house. Yeah. I was like, I was couldn't wait. When you do drugs, obviously, uh, you know, having sex is a good part of that. Right. Can we get into that part with how many the USC girls? And, I, and I'm going I'm to take calls, but I want to know oh. about the sex, sexual. You must have had tons of sexual adventures. Like, don't you think it's amazing that you don't have any like kids running around that are like little Marinovichs somewhere? <laughs> like some kid in Pop Warner, like throwing darts, and it, he's like, I don't know Same who my dad SC is. Jersey, like, yeah, yeah. no little, kids, little Vatos running around. Except the two that I have with my wife. Yeah, congratulations Thank on your two you. beautiful yes. children. And c- congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank That's you. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Because we can talk about pussy all day long, but there's nothing like... Baron better not hit on my daughter. Just like, <laughs> oh. in, the, in the future, in this, <laughs> these OC circles. Oh, he's a sweet boy. Okay, I'm going to take some calls, and then we're going to go back. Or we're going to do another situation where we go back and we talk about Valdez. If you're cool with that. I might have to call him. Hey, after the show. Okay. Let's do, Let's... Talk about it. Talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> Lee, here. Lee from Laguna Beach. How are you? Hey, what's up, bro? How are you, man? Doing good, man. Todd, how's it going, dude? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. You and I actually know each other, but it's from way back in the day. Um, I'm a longtime TV uh, news executive now, but I used to be a sports journalist back in the day. And when you were at uh, SC as well as the Raiders, I was covering you. Um, quite a bit and uh but anyway uh so it's good to talk with you again i'm out here in laguna beach now based second half of my career uh so it's all good so my the reason i give you that background uh of our past is because i was curious got a couple of questions but the first one is 
I make documentaries myself and sports documentaries have for years, and I wondered if you were pleased with the outcome of how the producers handled the documentary that aired on HBO. Good were question. You, were, you know, it's a good question because I can't. HBO, I can't. ESPN. I can't find the ESPN. It's thirty for thirty, right? Mm-hmm. Or, uh, ESPN. ESPN. I'm sorry. I can't find that anywhere. I feel like they pulled it or someone pulled it. Something happened. JB and I tried to buy the tapes so, on ESPN. What do, you, what do you think about Yours it? Is not Todd, available. You, how yeah. do you feel about it, Todd? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'll send you a tape. I lo- I thought it was good, man. I, you know what? Because they came to me and they said, you know what, the. The filmmakers, John and Andrew, and they said, we feel like there's a different story here that hasn't been told. And I said, you're right. Let's do it. So they gave, they, and you were pleased with, you know, uh, you know, because things can, you know what, in the process of making them, they can come out one way. And then when you see it on air, it can come out another. But you were pleased with the outcome? Oh, I was overall. totally pleased. The only thing, you know, the, the, there was a little bit of a letdown is, you know, it started out as a four-hour fucking saga. Yeah. So yeah. a lot was left on the cutting room floor, but that's... That's the nature of the game, I guess. Yeah, as always. Oh, and, uh, and by the way, uh, I, I really enjoy and appreciate your art, man. You need to post more of it on Facebook. Which we're Facebook friends, so I get to see your art on Facebook. So you need to post more of it. What bro. is the website? Cool. It's ToddMarinovich dot com. That's it. Um, Todd, exactly. you know, actually, exactly. speaking of the art, good that you br- you brought that up, Lee. Um, there's actually a, a my favorite piece that you have is called Lost, and it's it's just you. That's it's a sketch. sketch. Nice. That's the one I it liked. Is, it is that uh, is sick. That is a sick piece. It's you looking at yourself, lost, but where you are now because it's your face now. Yeah. After in the aftermath of this glow of you know now you have a family or this guy whatever. What does it mean though? Like, are you still lost? Are you still finding yourself, or is it is it you like understanding what happened to you? Are you talking about the piece of work? Yes. It, all your work has meaning. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out, because that's the one that touches me the most, because it's you looking at yourself. I was probably at my most down and out when I did that. Really? And it's probably the only thing that I ever saved from that period of my life. How much is it? I want to buy it. I don't think the original is available, according to the website. No. Because you know what? The original. No, there's sketches and the original is only this big. Really? It's the trip. I'm done on a napkin. <laughs> no, that's my favorite piece. Right? Yeah, but it, it it says a lot about you that you zeroed in on that. What do you mean? Because I, I, people I, don't talk about that piece. Only one other lady said, when did you do that? Because I have a feeling that you did, did that in your well, you darkest know how, You know how art is, is when you look at art, if it doesn't move you yeah, and it doesn't affect about. you yeah. and it doesn't intertwine with your life or right. your relation or what you see then it's, it, it has no point. Right. It's just a picture. Right. Okay. So if it pulls and draws and, and tugs at you, yeah, that was a reflection of you looking at yourself and the, you named it lost, which to me, it just correlates so many different things. Right. And it just makes me look at you more of like an, as an artist, you know, cause on the football field, you were an artist, you know, but in this world, in the art world, which you're trying to show you have other talents mm-hmm. it's hard to get that recognition so yeah. i respected that that cool. that drawing thanks lee thank you so much for the call thanks, hey, lee. hey nick can i throw out one more real yeah quick? yeah go for it yeah what uh, uh todd uh, with everything uh the childhood and and what was you know i put quotes around it lost as far as what your dad had in mind for you and what you actually went through versus what uh you know some of the things you might have missed as a kid does that even more enhance your focus with your child 
and the time that that time you spend are you even more aware of every moment and and making sure certain things happen that you know you missed in your childhood i think it really makes me look at what's important and what i prioritize with my kids because um you know even though my dad's love was misdirected or misguided um you know i knew he loved me so that um that's all I want to do with my kids is love them, expose them to as much you know activities as possible, and let them decide. You're not doing stretches on Baron. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, let me uh, let me commend you, man. You're a great story, and uh, wish you all the best in the future. All right. Thanks, Lee. All right. Thanks, Nick. Thanks, Lee. Mike in Denver, you there? Yes, I'm here. Greetings from Denver. From behind enemy lines, Raider Nation, Dirty Army Strong. Yeah. <laughs> Got a quick question for you. I was reading in, I believe it was Sports Illustrated or some, some magazine before I was about to get drilled by the dentist about <laughs> your dad would stretch you when you were, uh, I guess, a toddler. He would stretch your hamstrings. And um, I was just wondering, if, you know, if you could go in more depth. About that, just because it. When you're a toddler, you know, yeah. you remember that. He was doing butterfly stretches, Mike. <laughs> you had a football in your crib, right? Oh, yeah. Did it was just part of life. Because, you know, my dad was a coach or a player, then a coach, so he would just take me to training camp. So my summer vacation was hanging out with did you want, NFL players. Did you so. want to be a quarterback? Or was there any other position that you thought? Oh, I just wanted to play. I didn't care what it was. You didn't care? No. I, I, my first position was a uh, wide receiver, actually. Really? Yeah. And then they found out you were white. and that didn't work. Right. It worked <laughs> right. out really well. Right. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Mike, I guess the answer to the question, you were getting stretched up, right, Todd, in, in the crib? <laughs> I guess it was. I don't remember any of it. I feel like I would have been a better athlete if I had similar training when I was younger before... Uh, just walking into high school and playing like a jackass. Yeah, but... I, What'd I you play, Scooby? Well, uh, I was a lot of... Uh, my body was a lot better physique back then, but I was wide receiver and safety. Nice. Permission, but we weren't good. It was before Bob Johnson, so... Mm. Yo, we sucked. Yeah. We had this guy named Greg Carr as a quarterback. Kappa blew us out. Worst. Life of McKenzie, all those dudes ran over me. Right. Well, we had Austin Mark- Mockerman, but his dad was a Nazi. Yeah. I know Austin. I used to... His dad, his, that's our year. He needed a lot of help. Yeah. yeah, so he his dad was well in our world was similar to your dad. Yeah, his dad was known as like the crazy the we'll crazy guy. Like he would go to Modern Day, he'd go to Capo. Right. It's like all over the yeah, place. He went to like five schools. Austin did. It's like and, pick one. And he was like he was like nineteen as a freshman. Yeah, it was like so cheating. He dude. drove to like freshman orientation and everything. Yeah, he did. He was. He was like seventeen. See, that's where Marv got the bad rap because then every kind of way out parent. You're be, like Marv Marinovich. Yeah, which is not... That's how Austin's dad, they called him Marv Marinovich. See, that, that's what the film, I think, hopefully cleared up a little bit. Because it wasn't, you know... Obviously, there was some pushing going on there, which parents need to do. Yeah. But I couldn't have spent that much time if I didn't enjoy doing it. Oh, how's your relationship with your dad right now? It's great. It is? Yeah. You guys talk daily. He's love, he loves his grandkids? Oh, yeah. Is Baron going to play football? We'll have to wait and see. Do you know that he, he, you actually train car, the Palmers, right? Like I worked you help, with, yeah. You Carson? Not Carson. Jordan. His brother Jordan, yeah. yeah. I, we saw Jordan two days ago really? at my niece's uh, one-year-old birthday he party. He was there? Yeah, he was on crutches. 
He hurt his, he hurt his ankle. Hurt his ankle? He doesn't even play. What, he trip on the oh, stairs or something? He's surfing or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but... It, it, I didn't just, know that. So you do still do... do you, you I do. You do training camps with yeah. the quarterbacks, up-and-comers, and all that stuff? I do. I work uh, kind of individual sessions, group sessions type of thing. You like really knee, laid back. Like the knee Bob Johnson, but like not as crazy? Do you wear a headband? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> you wear headbands? I'm shoeless. We're at the beach. Oh. Yeah. He's a surfer, dude. Yeah. yeah. He likes to skate on boardwalks. That sounds Which cool. Which is illegal. I know, man. I've got the, the ticket. You got a helicopter came after you, chased you down, tased <laughs> you. Was that in Newport when they found Todd on the, yeah. on the pier? I'm like, what is going on? He's skateboarding on the pier. You were trying to jump off the pier like James Bond. <laughs> no. Did it hurt that taser when they tased you? My legs just didn't work. Did it, so you just <laughs> fell to the ground? No, I ran out of it, though. See? Do the cops mm-hmm. know that like that's a Todd Marinovich, or are they just? Oh, like, they knew. They said to yeah. halt, Todd. Yeah, stop. Of course. And then I heard pop, pop, and I thought you they thought were shooting. Yeah, I thought they were shooting at me, man. I'm like for skating <laughs> on the <laughs> boardwalk. Shot. <laughs> he's going to Ruby's, you know, get a burger, and he's getting shot at <laughs> on the pier. Right, it was a Newport pier, right? <laughs> right. Oh. Todd, you've been arrested how many times? Countless, man. Like over seven. All in Newport Beach. They love you. No, not all in Newport, but pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Why? Because they're all like Chargers? They're all like El Toro cops? Um, no, I was just a bust back then, man. Yeah. Yeah, it, was, it wasn't good. The the farm, you're a really good farmer because <laughs> of the farm, right? Right. I've, <laughs> I've planted my veggies, watered the crops. Farm? Yes. Well, this it's what is it? A OC. It's like known as the farm. It's like a prison facility. Oh, it's jail. But they teach you how to farm. It's real low security for. It's drug, not like the farm at high school. But they're talking about the ag farm at Mission. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Let's talk about Valdez. Okay. All right. Let me read this to you. Okay, and tell me how close it is. Um, Todd left his room to res- res- retrieve his stash of Mexican black tar heroin. He first got a fix for himself. He remembers. He remembered how strong the stuff was. Um, let's see. And he and you just had a fraction of the amount. Oh no no okay. And then your your boy Valdez like hurt himself, and then you were returning from a cig- cigarette break, or you gave him some of your heroin to make him ease his pain, the black tar heroin. And you came back from a cig- from getting a cig, and you saw your friend. He was frothing from the mouth, blue. His his soul was coming out of his body, and it was this the first time he's ever like your boy. Did he know what you were putting in him? He knew. He knew. You told him, or yeah, he just he, he was a big boy, but he had never done heroin. So he's like, just give me something for the pain. He was in massive pain, and you gave back him pain. And so and you gave him a little a bit, little bit, thinking you, I was going to be smart about it. Okay, so you said you saw his. Like his body come out of himself? Well, first off, when I came back inside, this is the heaviest experience I've ever experienced, other than. But it wasn't heavy enough. But it wasn't heavy enough to be the wake up call. No, 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 no. But got my attention. Uh I knew there was life after this life. Because you could. I came in, bro. And you weren't tripping, right? (laughs) No, I wasn't. Like we were talking about. On acid. acid. No. Hallucinating? No. On a downer, which I immediately went to an upper 
after I see my friend Blue and frothing at the mouth. And you're like, dude, this is... He's gonna die. And it was like, it was my first life and death experience where I, his, his life was in my hands. Uh -huh. And I see the struggle going on. And it's not a, it's a visual struggle. I actually see the life force leaving his body from the top of his head. The most beautiful colors, bro, but intimidating all in one. I can't even give you enough adjective to describe it. So I got arrested that night, not knowing if my buddy was going to live or die. Spent it in OCJ, like we were just talking about. Did you call the cops or the ambulance or something to get your buddy? Or oh, I made the call when I knew I was. And busy. the cops arrested you. I and that's the thing. I said I called the nine one one. I didn't call the pigs. No, but that's what happens. Yeah, yeah. They came ten deep. What's your What's your feel about cops? Like now, do you hate them? No, because my grandfather was the chief of police. Yeah. So, but it was a bit, it was a different day back then, and there were different cops back then. Mm -hmm. But I'll leave that one alone. Yeah. yeah. But the, a lot of I the, still live in Newport Beach. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of these cops went to school. Yeah, that's these, what I was thinking. A lot of these cops probably went to school. Or exactly. They're like, they hate this guy. I mean, he's the whole Orange County, and they're probably like, so I'm going to get him. Did Valdez survive? Oh, yeah. He did? Yeah. He's still living today. That's crazy. Are you guys still friends? Oh, yeah. Good friends. Do you guys ever talk about that time? We do. And we're going to be talking about it since you brought it up. <laughs> I apologize. Say, man. I just want people to know how deep it got. You oh, know? it got, you know, it got deep, man. And that. But it wasn't the wake-up call. You saw, no. you saw a guy's soul come out of his body. This guy's dying right in front of you. It's your fault. Mm -hmm. I'm, I would have killed him. Yeah. So pretty much it's a, almost attempted murder if you mm -hmm. if you really think about it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So it's just like for me, I don't I don't see how you cannot use that as like a platform. Like, hey, dude, I right. get my shit right. together. Right. You would think all common sense leads to, to that. So what was the moment? Was it the birth of your child, or was it what, what was what got you to that clean, sober place? Was it your focus in art? It was a culmination of events that led up to me meeting my wife and then having my son. So your wife saved you? Yeah. In a sense. Well, that's, and, and you've never had the itch or anything like... Oh, no. Not please, at all. bro. No, I get the itch. Oh, really? Let's be real. Scooby? Yeah. Are we being real? I, we're being okay. very real. Okay. I trust you. Well, it's Newport. Because it's... it's he just, by the way... <laughs> He's never done. He does not do drugs. Okay. He drinks a few beers and liquor. Well, that's why he I looked no at you, idea. Scooby, and said, "Scooby." Do I look like I have a, I'm a partier? <laughs> Something? He's got a Raider hat. I've experimented. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm. You know. No, I'm, and it's not. You know what? The film <laughs> comes out. You know what? You haven't seen the film, no, Nick. But I'm going to get you the film. I want to see it's it. It's cool. I want to see it. It was awesome. But wow. it's not like now the film's out and life is just hunky dory. No. I mean. I have my ups and downs like everybody does. I think that film was great. It really did show the relationship with you and your dad. Right. And, That's why I and wanted all to do the it. assumptions that people mm -hmm. had about you, like 
It was right. just so much clarity. I mean, even when I saw it, I'm like, cool. Dude. Yeah. And I got some really cool responses, man. It was great. I was blown away by the responses. Here's the thing about life. If you put yourself out there and you just be honest of who you yeah. are and just own it and be like, hey, this is me. I have nothing to hide. And I think you, he does, though. No, but that's why, that's that's why, why, that's so why cool. I like Todd. Because it's not that you don't care. It's that you want to show yourself to the world and say, hey, this I'm, I don't want to hide my I'm human. faults. I struggle I'm, like, like everybody everyone else. else. Everyone Whether else. I'm RoboQB or not. Like, but I, I don't need to be the cool guy saying, hey, like, you know, I'm the, I was the fucking best quarterback ever. And I don't care. And, and you, you didn't hide the fact that you did the drugs. You know what I mean? It wasn't like you got busted, you owned it. And you're trying to work your, you know, work this perfect life that you have now. It's it's better than what it was. Way better. Completely 180 degrees better. But the thing is, is like you're open about it, which is the best part of the healing process. Because the thing that was really painful for me through the whole experience was the um, the amount of shame I felt over it, and uh, and just people's perception about drug addicts. In general, yeah, is wrong. It's fair. Uh, it's tough, I know though. you're looking at me, freaking. No, the, I, I'm, I'm because I'm saying it's like very judgmental. You look at drug addicts, and you look at, and I understand where you're coming from because if you don't, um, if you haven't experienced it firsthand, you're not gonna. Yeah. But when you look around in our country today, I think everybody's experiencing it one way or another. Addiction. Yes. Through. Loved ones, whatever. And it doesn't even have to be drugs. It could be... What addiction. You, addiction. Right. And, you know, it could be the greatest thing. It could be the worst thing. Well, look at hoarders. Does that make sense to you? No. Okay. No. That doesn't make sense to me either. The show is awesome, though. <laughs> My wife watched that <laughs> like, shit. I, it grosses me out. That is crazy. Yeah. I don't get it, but you know what? That's what people look at me and say, I don't get that motherfucker. Yeah. I think everybody's addicted to something. Food, hoarding... You know, black black beauties, like whatever. Tim in Atlanta, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, man. Uh, Nick, love the site. I'm Thank on you. it six, seven times a day. Thank you. Hopefully, uh, we can come out to Atlanta soon. I'm itching to get out there. Uh, well, yeah, the dirty I'm not south. From Atlanta. I'm actually I'm actually <laughs> from Seattle. So oh, okay. Uh, I'm a Pac-10, Pac-12 guy. Me uh, too. So, Pac-12. Obviously, that sounds weird. It sounds it stupid, right? Here, it sounds like a Pac-12, 12-pack. Well, <laughs> it it's weird for me to even say that. Totally. But, you know, having, having Todd at USC and having to come up to Washington State where I went to college, um, you know, the, Todd, there was, there was a game in Pullman. That's the one Reagan called me after. The drive. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the drive. That Do you schedule these heart. callers? Nick. But um, we were up loved. at the half at, you know, Washington State, and you guys, you know, what, I, I forget the halftime score, but we hadn't beat you guys in, what, a million years? No, you guys were hooting and hollering, thinking you were going to beat us, too. <laughs> hey, believe me, I thought that, too. But, Still heard about you it. Know, but, dude, Todd, you, I, I saw the 30 for 30, and... You're a testament of, you know, just, you know, fighting on. And not to steal a USC term, but, you know, you, you thank you for just being you and living your life and fighting it at, 
and making it happen. And you got your art, you got your wife, you got your kid, you're doing what you do and appreciate it. See, I, I, I get this, the people seeing this thing and, and the whole thing. But I also, there's a part of me that says, why is everyone kissing Todd's ass again? Why is everyone, okay, Todd, you're the fucking man again. That kind of upsets me a little bit. You didn't expect well, that? No, you know what, it's not that I didn't expect Nick. it. It's like, Tim, I, I get it. You know, he's a god. He's, he's a football player. Everyone can suck your cock. I he didn't play that. football, by the way. So no, but I, I'm a football soccer. fan. I, I'm a football fan. I didn't play a real sport. I get that. <laughs> but my thing is, you did you did what every you you were every parent's nightmare growing up. Like if my child went through, if Baron went through what you went through, how what would you think of him? And 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 Tim, I, I understand what you're saying. He's putting himself out there, and I'm hoping other addicts or other people learn from your mistakes or it's a preventative but at the same time you got to own it dude yeah you know what i mean you're not but the nick, role model nick, my, nick, my never... point is is that you know it, you know with todd todd obviously has to fight through what todd fought through and he still has and, to fight it he fights it every day right. and he fights it every day you're absolutely right and, you know, with me and my personal life and you with your personal life and anybody with any, you know, their personal life, you know, I'm in Atlanta from Seattle for a reason. You know, I, I would I want to leave the state of Washington to move to frickin' Atlanta? Absolutely not. But I do what I got to do and I fight the fight and Todd has done the same thing. And, you know, Todd to me in college was sort of an enemy but you know you look at Todd and, and you know he he and I are the pretty much the same age I he's he's battled it out and he's gotten through it and he's obviously in a good state right so now so Tim you're a fan right of Todd back well, then uh, I'm, I'm a fan of Washington State football not necessarily of USC but I'm a fan of Todd Marinovich because of what he's gone through and he's and he persevered, and he's there. Okay, Todd. Now, what do you what, what do you feel like? What is that? Is that to you? Is that like awesome inside? Is that like oh, a little bit, or is that like what is that to you? Is it enabling? What is that? No, I just I just think that you know what what Tim uh, Tim. No, I'm asking Todd. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I understand. Oh, I I'm, I understand. I just want to know what his reaction. Is. Tim, thank you for the call, man. I appreciate. You got it. it. So you get it, you, now you're back there again. Do you get that? This 30 yeah. for 30 put you back there. You're, you're, you know, you're mm -hmm. famous, bro. It's because he's, did you feel, even back then, did you feel this way? Because you can get away with anything you want because you're, I mean, you were so good at football. Do I feel and, the same and, way now? No. No, I'm just saying, I can't even be the almost same. Almost the same now. how this guy is like. That was like another, it feels like another lifetime. Yeah, of course. It doesn't even feel like. But me. like this guy obviously was a fan of yours. Yeah. From how good you are at football, and he's almost. I'm not saying he's giving you a pass, like what you're saying, but I think everyone's giving you a pass now. No, I don't. I disagree. I want to see this. Can you send me a copy of this? I thing? think it's mm -hmm. refreshing how open he he is. No, I about, love that. That's that's why I wanted you on the show because about, you don't you don't hide you don't yeah. hide your past. You, you you own it, which is great. But at the same time, I don't want I don't want everything just to be erased. You know what I mean? Because everyone's a fan of yours from football, and then all of a sudden, you know, 
You're people cool again. Ex- you know what? People expected me to come out on that thing and say, you know what? It's all my dad's fault, yeah. <laughs> which is just horseshit. Mm-hmm. I put myself in every position I put myself in. Yeah. I mean, that's the facts. You own it. Yeah. That's fine. And I think that's what people respect. But do you get what I'm saying, though? I do. Okay. I think you need to see the Marine Image Project. No, I want to see it. I want to see it. At the same time, like and the thing Todd's is, like a guy, like I would go out and have a beer with, and we would shoot the shit, and like, like I would respect him for being a true legit dude. You know what I mean? But the outside world, they see lights, camera, action, right? You know, so they're seeing this guy throw deep in the end zone, going through all this train wreck drama to be, you know, you're known for the drugs and all that stuff. Right. Unfortunately, right? You threw nine touchdowns in the NFL. You know, congratulations. But that's not what you're known for, bro. It's more than a lot of people out there, by the way. So. No, man, and no disrespect to you. No, I don't take any. None but, take you, it, but you get what I'm, get get what what I'm saying. I get what I'm saying 100%. So, which we still get a, we'll, we'll get a beer one day and we'll talk more about it. And the thing is, people don't see and can't understand what goes on to be a professional athlete. How could they understand? Because all they see is the, like you just said, lights, camera. It's all Sundays and shine. Yeah. There's more than just that three hours a week. Oh, man. Yeah. Justin, are you there? Yeah, man. What's up? Are you from L.A. or Louisiana? Uh, Definitely not from Louisiana. Okay, good. Uh I'm just kidding. Um, You got a question for Todd? Yeah, man. Um, I just wanted to know what it was like when you were in Oakland and the transparency between uh, you and Al Davis. You know, I heard that there were PIs and... Hmm. Sounds like Al. He's pretty crazy. What Al you, Davis what you really follow you? I bet. How he, no how way. Handle it. Okay, talk. I want to hear this. He did that to Jamarcus Russell, too, I heard. Oh, well, that doesn't time. count. I mean, Jamarcus Russell, he's the black Ryan Leaf. Yeah. yeah that guy's awful. <laughs> so I was never in Oakland, just to set, set the record straight. But LA. LA. LA Raiders. Los Angeles Raiders. Living in you never left, dude. How no. rad is that? Like, Did I have a chance? You were, in, you were in an hour and a half bubble, a ninety mile bubble. He was You right? were like the Kobe Bryant of football. <laughs> like he was uh, the LA I know. Guy. I know this already. Yes. Did anyone ever call you a ginger? No, that term was never it was a popular fire right crotch back then. Really? Yeah. What were we talking about? I was going to uh, Al Davis. Yeah. Yes. Transparency. PIs. Yeah, I had no idea. Did he like you? Yeah. I was Al's your boy. Dad, your dad was kind of friends with him. I love talent. I love USC guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That was Al's connection. He exactly. USC's USC. like the farm. The farm That's system. right. He, he, likes, he likes big quarterbacks. He mm-hmm. likes Todd's arm. And he had people following you. Yep. Phones <laughs> tapped. What? Yeah. I saw a printout. That's crazy. <laughs> Phone tap? That's crazy. With friends, license plate, nicknames, conversations. And I Cause, knew. Because you're an investment, Dan. Yes. Well, yeah. He's and so, so he how, knew how my number was coming up. He knew all this stuff. He well, knew what? Your number was yeah, coming up? Yeah, he knew it was coming up because he knew the league was crawling up my ass. Yeah. And he's like, how is he pulling this off when he knows what my extracurricular activities are. What happened when you got pulled into his office? Like, what was like... He says, beyond me. It's out of my hands. The NFL stepped in. So it wasn't like... No. It it wasn't a mean conversation. No, no, no. He just said, I've never had a conversation like this with a second-year player. 
This is usually down the road with a vet. That's crazy. What was your what, your heart drop, or were you just over it? I was over it. You were done. Yeah. You were ready to go, huh? Mm -hmm. You were sick of the wiretaps. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Okay, okay from that I mean, you can't even, you're not, I mean, from that point, when did you talk to Al next? Ever? Never? Never. Never again. But you still like tomatoes. One time only in his office. Just like that, dude. Mm -hmm. That was the last moment. And he was a family friend. Mm-hmm. You didn't feel betrayed a little bit or anything like, hey. No, I feel I felt like I let him down. Really? Yeah, because he went out on a limb and drafted me, and I felt like, you know what? Because I didn't want to walk away from the Raider organization. That was the last thing I wanted to do, but in a sense, that's what I did. Because I sabotaged that whole situation. It's so crazy. How quickly did you burn through the money? It took almost a decade. What? Yeah, because yeah, didn't you like bone out to eastbound and down Mexico? Yeah, I was I was living out of the Land Cruiser for years, and but, just, but had money. Were you just living off the interest? You just didn't even spend it at all. Just on the necessities. That's awesome. Yeah, but you didn't. But the necessities were drugs, though. right? That's crazy. Not cars and houses. Raider Billy from Richmond, Virginia. Oh boy. Hey, Todd, what's going on, man? I tell you what, one thing, man, I was so enlightened by watching the Marinovich Project, and I know you've heard it a thousand times. And one reason you got a little ire for Raider Nation back in that day was because, I mean, let's get clear, guys. Kenny Stable is a crazy wide open, and let's, let's say it how it is. He's a drunk, and he's an open left-hander. And when we looked at it at Raider Nation, we were like, Hey, we got our party guy. We knew you party. The left hand was just... And now you got Janny, Janikowski. Yeah. I love mean, Janikowski. Well, Janikowski kicked. Kenny throws that pass all around the field. Because if I would, People said thing. if I would have played in the 70s, I probably would have played 10 years. So you would have won Super Bowls. Yeah. But see, you think so? in 1990... They were done with that. Yeah. The league was done. They were like, because football was becoming popular. Yeah. It was on TV. Uh -huh. They were starting to make money. Yeah, they're entertainers. What a great mistake. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Raider Billy. Go Denver. Oh, sorry, that's um, Denver. The donkeys. I was, I was thinking Tebow. Please, I'm sorry, dude. Oh, Tebow. That guy's a <laughs> how joke. do you feel about that's that? Disrespectful to lefties. How do you feel about that guy? No, he can't throw shit. That's what I feel. As a player. He's not your prototypical quarterback, obviously, but he gets it done. He wins games. He wins games, and I'll, you know what, I'll take him on my team. I mean, that's what the Come whole on. point of the thing is, is to win. style, please. He wouldn't well, even be allowed in your, your sand camp. I wouldn't draft him, let's just say that, but do you right, think, he gets it done. Do you think he's going to have any sort of... You know, career, or you think this was just like a one-season kind of wonder dealio? I'd be surprised with the style of his play. He's going to get a hit. That's get it's going to hurt. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, Todd, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, bro. man, this, this was is great. Fun. Hopefully, we can catch up with you again. Sure. You know, and see how you're doing, and see how the kids are doing, how yeah. the fam's doing. Maybe we can actually go out. We live in Noops, so we might as well just shut up. You do. Yeah. Oh. We come up here for the radio show just yeah. for you. <laughs> But no, let's let's definitely keep in. I want to I want to follow this. I want to see where it okay. goes. I want to hear the success story. All right, man. You know, cool. let's keep it successful. Thanks. Appreciate it. 
Thanks for having me. Todd Marinovich. Check out his website, toddmarinovich.com. Check out that drawing. It's called Lost on the website. It's killer. Peace out. Here's a little piece of information that could really help you. Call Nick Ritchie now. 888-520-4374. There's nothing worse than knowing that your friend's partner is cheating on them, but you can't say anything. Well, now you can. Go to Cheaterville.com and let your friend know today. It's anonymous and free. Cheaterville.com. Look who's getting caught with their pants down. I'm Nick Ritchie from TheDirty.com. Whoa, before you throw something at your radio, hear me out. Lots of people hate me for telling it like it is, but this time you will thank me. I'm seen partying at the best clubs in the world, and I'm still at work at 5 a.m. the next day. Do you want to know what my secret to survival is? It's NoHo, the hangover defense. Don't be an idiot. Drink one NoHo before you start off your night, and you're loaded up with all the vitamins and nutrients your body needs to avoid a hangover. NoHo can be found at participating Circle K locations. Hey, yo, what's going on, yo? Sick of time to five hole running up on the block, you know what I'm saying? Yo, snow, they came around looking for you the other day. Word, word, bust it. Informer, you know, say that I'm a stormy of a blam. I like you, boom, boom, damn. Take them on the sissy, then I'm a stormy stamp, somewhere down the lane. I like you, boom, boom, damn. Informer, you know, say that I'm a stormy of a blam. I like you, boom, boom, damn. Take them on the sissy, then I'm a stormy stamp, somewhere down the lane.
Welcome back, Nick Ritchie Radio. That was uh, Todd Marinovich. That was your best work right there. Best interview ever. So stoked to meet him. You are a Barbara Walters' descent. You are. JV, slash Geraldo, slash I'm, Brian I'm sorry, Gumbel, dude. Slash uh, like, like his brother. Okay, but you, you brother, guys are saying that because you're football fans and no, you're like no. he's a Raider guy. I love Todd Marinovich. His brother sorry. heard stuff he had never heard before. His own what brother. Like the Valdez thing, his boy, nobody knew about okay, that. Okay, well, whatever. It I'm just saying. It doesn't, doesn't matter. You broke ground. I'm just saying we'll probably be on Sports Center tomorrow. That's I hope I look skinny. You guys are retarded, dude. Okay, <laughs> quickly. Yeah. Let's talk we about got, what we got. We have a short segment. Like five minutes. Five minutes. Hey, we're going to uh, uh, Ohio State. Columbus. Saturday. Big Bar and Grill. We got girls driving up and it's, everything. Yeah, Girls right. from Cincinnati are coming up to meet us. Just I need to, to check IDs. This is eight, it's really 18 and over? Yeah, it's 18 and over. I need to get some sleep. Yes. It's, it's going to be a really so fun we're, time. So we're just going Saturday, flying back Saturday? Just us and a thousand people in a, in a bar. I think drunk. we're gone twenty four less than 24 hours. Total. 17 hours. 17 hours. So we're going to Ohio State. So if you go to the U. Let's go Buckeyes. And then we're going to the Cancun the 8th through the 11th. Yeah. Right? After? Studentcity.com. Yeah. Go Student City. And then... Uh, oh, your boy DJ Vice? The night we come in, he's DJing. Yeah. No way. Yep. Yeah, Vice will be there. No way. Yeah, Thursday night. Yeah. And DJ we got Vice? Friday. And we, we, at, our, at our party? Yeah. Oh. This is going to be awesome. No, he's oh. going to be. No, the same venue where our party is on Friday, he's DJing Thursday night. Are we there Thursday? We arrive at 520. We'll be at the club by 11. Okay. We'll, we'll figure that out. You're not going to go see Cancun? Vice? You're not going to go see Vice? I'm just not trying to think about Cancun. We have Columbus. I want to go to the temples and snorkel no, in the he caves. He can't do that. We'll, like, we'll, we'll talk day. about that next week. 12 hours. Speaking of next week, we got Johnny Bananas coming from Real World. And? And JJ. I don't even know his last name, but that it's guy JJ is JJ Palms. JJ Palms. He's a true legend in life. His last name's Palms? It's Brown, actually. I J- like JJ Palms. JJ he, he is the number Brown. two alumni to come out of Orange County. Can we call him Chris Brown when he's here? Of course. He kind of look, does look like Chris Brown. What do you mean, kind of does? He looks exactly like Chris Brown. He throws one of the snapbacks on. You think you got Chris Brown right in front <laughs> Jimmy of you? Jimmy loves this guy, dude. Keep the women away from JJ. JJ's a legend in my. He's okay. at my wedding. <laughs> okay, so we have JJ, Johnny Bananas, who is the guy from Real World, right? Yep. Okay, so I don't think we have time to go into our whole thing. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. Do you guys Columbus, you Saturday. Okay, first of all, can I start and say, yes. these guys have been working on this little shtick for like three weeks, <laughs> and they're like, thing. can we please do it? Can we please do it? And I'm like, it's gentlemen. Not, don't call it a stick. It's not that cool. Okay, go. All I said is we're, we're going to go to Canada this year to for events. Okay. And uh, I've never been to Canada. Have you been to Canada? Yes. Have you? No, so I was I've been wondering. To Dirty. You know, when you think of Canada, you don't think of you know uh, cool sites and landmarks yeah. and things. So I was doing some research, and I thought we would just go over the Canada landmarks since we have Canadian callers and a big Canada audience. Okay. So do you guys want to hear the landmarks? Where are we going? So well, there's 
Please We're not going to go. It. Niagara Falls is number one, but we wouldn't go there. That's dumb. Why? Because everybody, I've been there. I've been there too. It's awesome. Yeah. Jump in the barrel and take a picture. Like, come on. Uh, they have a place called Hollow Tree in Stanley Park. It's a 130 uh, foot tree with that's hollow. <laughs> like Yosemite. He's number two on the top ten. Like Yosemite. <laughs> so wait, people stand in the, under a tree and take a picture. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's like we have like hundreds of those in Yosemite, right? Yeah, and like the red and the redwoods, red, the redwoods up north. Okay. Number three is the big nickel. It's a 30-foot nickel in Ontario. A nickel? An American nickel? Oh, yeah. I don't know what kind of... That's weird. Okay, keep going. Uh, Bay of Fundy? I don't know what that is, really. Uh, the CN Tower. Uh, it kind of looks like the uh, stratosphere in Vegas, but it's apparently... Does it look like the needle in Seattle? The needle. Seattle? Needle? Well, we can go to needle? Seattle. We don't need to go to... Okay, keep going. Uh, Parliament Hill? I guess they have like an English parliament? Like an English castle? The guys with wigs? Uh, Chateau Front Frontenac. You can go there. That's in Vegas. <laughs> I believe that's a France uh, France a uh, France house. It's in Paris, the Hotel Paris Chateau <laughs> in Las Vegas. Uh, and the Confederation Bridge. It's like a bridge that Confederation con Bridge it connects. Uh, some uh, there's no islands out there. A Confederate right? flag. I'm confused by Canada. I'm just saying we're to Canada. I don't want to just go to so party at clubs. It. No, there's more things. Other attractions include the Canadian Alps. The Swiss Alps. Well, there's Canadian Alps. I saw it on TV. Actually, your father was on uh, like a Real World Road Rules Challenge uh, piece in the L Canadian Alps. Lorenzo Lamas? Yes. That's cool. Was doing, yeah, well, I saw it on there. Alberta Rockies, um, the Vancouver Aquarium, the East Edmonton Mall. Okay, so Wait, hold what on. Scooby's getting to. Canada's Wonderland. Oh, they have that in LA. Well, they used to have that in LA. Lonnie place called Wonderland. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a theme park. It's like Disneyland. Oh. Uh, we can stop by the Great Canadian Lakes. What do you mean, like the Great, <laughs> Great Lakes? The Great Lakes? No, they're called the Great Canadian Lakes. Why <laughs> does Canada steal everything from everyone else? The Canadian Alps? That's not That's not a real thing, it's is Swiss it? the Swiss Alps. Yeah. Well, I guess they're copying that. Yeah, but uh, like the Alps or the Alberta Rockies? Like, we didn't come up with Rockies. Like the Colorado Rockies? There's the Colorado Rockies. Yeah, but is that is a Rocky like a... Um, is it just actual, me, or does the Canada just steal everything from the America? That's what it's and other countries, France. The and Great England? Canadian Lakes. <laughs> Can Seriously? somebody call in from Canada? We don't have time, huh? No. This is why well, I didn't want to rush the segment. We're almost done. Oh, uh, and we can always go to sports games. I mean, they have uh, Canadian Football League. Mikey G, are you there? <laughs> yeah. What's up, brother? Hey, getting, uh, we're getting excited for you guys on Saturday. Oh, you? Oh, you're out in Columbus. Yeah, oh, sir. how's it going to be? What's the Mike vibe? Big Bar. What's, what's the uh, vibe out there? Does anyone know we're coming? Um, um, yeah, I mean the uh, press is around. I mean, um, we did a couple different uh, news things with the campus. Uh, you weekly guys, dude, I'm so excited um, to go. Taking Ohio out State radio, um, the full works. So Ohio State University, I've never been there. So oh, the Big Bar is it. is the spot. So it is a spot. You college um, kids, eighteen and up, man. Hey, can we not load that place with dudes, please? It makes it feel uncomfortable. Yeah. No football players, dude. Football players. Uh, yeah, actually, football players can come. See, you guys, this is why my interview wasn't that great. Because is you guys is, is so Terrell Pryor still there? No, he's not. Nah, he's gone. He's been gone for a couple years. He's on my team. Uh, How about uh, AJ Hawk? He's on nah, he's the Packers. Green Bay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, OSU is going to be nuts. It's going to be like a thousand people there. Okay, Mikey, we're pumped to come, man. I'm psyched. Yeah. Yeah, man, we'll see you guys on Saturday. Okay.
Thanks. Peace out. So that was my stuff to do in Canada. So guys, when we go, we're going to uh, go to those places. I've been to the Colorado Rockies. I've been to the Redlands up north. No, but really, like oh, Canada. I've been to the Space Needle in Seattle. I Nobody ever researches landmarks in Canada, and it's right next to us. I think it's kind of... Uh, Are you, is this what's like the a, word? Ecocentric? Is that a word? Um, ecocentric. I didn't go to college. Because, uh, I think it means you only... Anyway. I think what it's called is plagiarism. Canada needs to relax <laughs> off stealing other people's property names. Yeah, why do they got a French city? Like, they get why, do they French? Have, why do they have a place named Quebec? after a nightclub? Great Canadian Lakes. <laughs> That's your favorite one. <laughs> that huh? is my favorite one. Mine's the Rockies. I've the Rockies. I don't get how they have a, a, a English parliament and a France... Uh, I think the Queen still owns it. Do they a, have a White House, too? No, but Haiti does. Shmeez, pull this up. Let's picture. go out like this. All right, fine. Everybody, let's... I feel like Adele. Canadian national anthem. You lost like 600 Twitter followers because you went off on Adele. You I did. didn't say. I didn't go off. I said she's fat and overweight. That's it's not, not going right. off. Well, hey, Chris Brown will get a, a, a couple hundred thousand for slapping a bitch, and you will lose a couple hundred for saying she's fat. I like Adele's music. She has a great voice. Is this Adele? Really? Is this Adele, Shmeez? <laughs> what are we working with here? Can we turn it up and go out with this? How cool it. is Todd? Can you do a freestyle about oh, Haiti? Canada, our home and native land. Yeah, that one fast guy, uh, Carlton Bailey. True. Usain Bolt. He's not as fast as Usain Bolt. It's very disrespectful to Raider hat during this anthem, dude. Both of you guys. That's my hair. Canada, the Alberta Rocky Chateau. Canadian Alps, the Great, the Great Lakes of Canada. Oh, Chateau Wonderland, our homeland. Oh, Canada, stay stand on guard for thee. Bring it home, Scoops. Turn up the snare. Turn up the snare with my headphones. Canadian Great Lakes. God bless you, Canada. God bless you. God bless America. God bless Haiti. And Amen. See you guys. Ohio State. This is Nick Ritchie Radio on the Toad Hop Network. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. the number